When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Ladies and gentlemen, on behalf of the California Angels and the City of Los Angeles, on the occasion of Her Majesty's royal visit, please welcome internationally renowned opera star Enrico Palazzo. Hey, it's Enrico Palazzo! Utah, give me two. Hey, it's the Palazzo Podcast. Two else, two Z's. I'm Michael Govier. It's Mikey. Mike Virginia, MKB Fantasy on Twitter. And Britton Allen. Britton Allen on Twitter. Two T's, two L's. Utah. Two L's, two Z's. Give me two. Welcome in. It's the post-All-Star break. Well, it's the last day of the All-Star break, technically. But if you're watching this later, it doesn't matter what time it is to you. We are live. And today we're going to talk about second-half call-outs. We're going to call our shots, make predictions, and... Give it to you straight. Hopefully give you some nuggets, some info that is useful to you and not just the same old schlock that you get everywhere else, right? We want to offer you something different here, and hopefully we do that. Although, you know, mistakes are made, and sometimes you yell the secret word, and everybody goes crazy. But the question is, nobody knows what the secret word is. So either way, welcome in. Mike, how you doing, man? What's going on? Orioles had a fun draft. Are you happy about it? I am. I was actually really, really impressed uh, with our pick after doing a little bit more research. He was not on any of my um, any of my 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 picks in terms of uh, who I thought they were taking, but uh, he seems like a very Cedric Mullins type player, fast, you know, prototypical center fielder. You know what I mean? So I'm hoping that he advances his hit tool a little bit and gets a little bit more power in his bat. But um, that's I was, putting him. I was happy with it. The, the draft in itself was super fun. I mean, that's probably the biggest buzz draft I think I've, we've seen in a while. Um, but uh, I, I'm excited for a lot of teams uh, also as well. So it uh, should be fun. Nice little Saturday, Britain. Here we are. Robert Booth is waiting on CES here in the live chat. You guys can always jump in. You know how the live chat works. Britain, I was really appreciative of you being the centerpiece of today's graphic for the show on YouTube. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I appreciate that too. I, did my agent give that to you? Because that was the headshot that I used when I went for that, for cameo on that TV show, how I met your mother. I don't know if y'all ever saw no, that. I've never seen it. it was, you know, that was one episode and yeah, that's, that's what got me on the show. So that's the picture you sad. sent me, you doofus. If you wanted a better picture, I'm using the ones you give me. So yo, that picture is money. Yeah. That was gold. I laughed so hard. <laughs> I was like, that's how, that's how I look, man. So that's just, that's how I look. 
That was really funny there. I, I appreciate that. You sent it to me. Yeah, that's what I'm going to use. Mike sent me like 10 photos. You should have sent me like 10 photos. There's more options. A little trouble there. But uh, I thought it was hilarious, and we appreciate you being the mascot of the show, Britton. I'm excited today because the uh, second half's coming up. Britton, how do you feel about the second half? Is it something you look forward to, or would you rather do something else? Oh, the second half is the best because hope springs eternal. Shout out, Alexander Pope, because, like, the first half's over, and anything could happen in the second half. Like, you can be first place and cruising with Acuna, cruising with Spencer Strider. Next thing you know, there's some bad things that happen. I hope nothing does, but in case, all of a sudden – Fortunes change on a dime as the movie Jeremy Irons reversal of fortune. You never know what's going to happen. Uh, so. Klaus, uh, Klaus von, Klaus von, what's that guy's name? Oh uh, yeah. Klaus. And remember his lawyer was the Harvard uh, professor. Uh, Alan Dershowitz. God, what was his name? Alan Dershowitz. Alan Dershowitz. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? Yeah. That's a movie. Most exactly. people have no idea we're talking about. I feel like reversal of fortune. <laughs> It didn't take long for me to get off the uh, the trail there, uh, uh, Mike. No, you're right. What is that? that? Four minutes, 18. Yeah, four minutes in. Nice job. Well <laughs> yeah, done. It's, it's, it's a record. Lock that it's in. It's a record. But it, yeah, but the second half, uh, you know, so many things can go right. So that's why you got to hang on. You got to believe Ted Lasso. You got to slap the believe Ted Lasso poster on there. Because there. anything can happen. Have you ever seen Reversal of Fortune, Mike? Never. I have no idea what the heck you guys are talking about. It's an excellent <laughs> film. I believe Jeremy Irons won an Academy Award for that one. I'll check it out. Yeah. Do you know Klaus von Bülow? Oh, there you go. Thank you. Finally, we're all waiting I, on dude, I didn't breath even touch that. the computer. I just oh. Did it really? Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. It's incredible what people could do under, uh, you know, great sources of pressure. And some of the people that you meet on the road yeah there's a lot really of really amazing people okay thank you yes there's a lot of people we're going to meet on today's road to the second half to the world series to the playoffs looking forward to talking about all of the players that can help you players that might suck we'll talk about everything here it's gonna be a lot of fun on today's show very excited to do it and if you missed last week's show make sure you check out these two bozos they were talking about a lot of stuff what happened last week mike oh, we had some fun we talked a little bit about uh the first half uh awards um Got to you know dive into a little bit of uh, who we think is uh, you know the first half MVPs, the Cy Youngs. It's a really entertaining show. I had a lot of fun with Britton doing it. It was uh, it was awesome. And, That's uh, putting it mildly. I felt like I don't know. If, I blacked. I, I, I blacked out. <laughs> <laughs> it's like having the keys to the car. Like when your dad gives you the keys to the car for the first time. That's what it felt I, like. It was really. I good. woke up. The, the there's a cigarette burning in the ashtray. All the lights were on. It was 4 a.m. I don't know what happened, but I know that Mike C got us home. So thank you, Mike. So you, uh, thank you. I appreciate it. It was fun. Wow. So you woke up like at 4 a.m. and that's what happened, Britton. That's a true story. Not the first time, baby. That sounds like fun. That's a jam. Yeah, that, that's a jam, by the way. Hey, Bone Thugs, 1995's E-99 Eternal, a classic album. Like the whole Crossroads. thing. Love that. Love that. Beginning to yeah. end, that album is good. It's a lot of good songs on that. Classic. Uh, Jamie says, uh, big question of the day, is Ellie a first rounder next year? <sighs> well, I guess so. Right? Uh, no, uh, I don't think so. Really? But Here we go. Okay, so Shohei so. Acuna... Uh, Trey Turner, is he still not a first-rounder now because he had a bad year? I bet he's still a first-rounder next year. 
I'd say he's, yeah, I'd say he's mid. Five. Bobby yeah, Witt? I'd say he's a mid. I don't know about Bobby Witt. Um, do, you remember I, last, do you remember last year Tatis people were saying there. Bobby Witt was going to be the bust for the first round? Wait, that was the preseason so on this much. show. I don't know if he's here today. He's probably not. But next time you hear or see the show, my main man, Jay Bird, Jay Wanick, he bet with me a Coke, I guess, in Vegas. We were going to bet a Coke that – Bobby Witt would be Lame a bust, bet. and I said he'd be an s- excellent player this year. And I, I know that his batting average sucks. His OBP is not good, but the steals and, are a big help, and the power's okay. He's not a first rounder, but I have to remember the details of that bet. But it did happen on the show in this live chat, actually. So, very shocking, but true. Either way, we'll have to go through it and do our our first round. See who, see where, if, yeah. if and when Ellie falls in that. I hate doing this shit. I don't like doing the first round talk on July thirteenth. It's a fun question, yeah. Jamie. I appreciate it. I know what you're trying to do there. It's like, oh, hey, Ellie, De La Cruz, first rounder next year. I'll try to win this year. What, why do I give a fuck about 2024 right now? I got shit to do right now. I've got business to tend to, son. Well said. Yeah. Well said. So. Speaking of business, oh wow, that was a natural. I didn't mean to do that. I didn't even mean to do that. I'm not yeah, kidding. Yeah, sure. I did. I'm not thinking here. I'm doing anything I want. It's, this is all chance. Everything happening here is chance. It's God-given talent, Michael. Own it. <laughs> all right. So the business time this week. You know the drill. Same old stuff. Uh, it's gone. What's going on? With, it's gone, Britton. It's Gone was actually an episode re- uh, podcast released today where I channel. Are you a a fan of the Clash? Sure. Is that, is that too old? Train and Vegas. Yeah. Should I stay? Joe Strummer. Yeah. There you go. Should I stay or should I go? I looked at some players that I targeted and drafted, and as we know, it's All Star break. So I was like, should I let this player go? Should I keep him? MJ Melendez, Jared Kelnick, Taylor Ward, Jorge Mateo, among others that I discussed and that I looked into. So uh, please check it out if you can. It's gone, and um, it's published by Sports Ethos. Shout out Joe Arico and uh, Dan at uh, Sports Ethos BB. So thank you all. Sun? Yeah, you got a good laugh on the sun. That's good. All right. Yeah. Sun is very derogatory, apparently, but it's also funny. Uh, Robert's having a laugh. Good for you, Robert. Glad you're here. Nice to see you, my friend. Robert's a newcomer to the show over the recent times, and you could be too. YouTube? Click the subscribe button. Do you know how YouTube works? There's a button you hit and you subscribe to it. And then apparently you can hit this bell that makes you available to all notifications of the channel. So you can just sit on your ass and not do anything. It's all done for you. And if you just prefer audio, if we sound better than we look, you know, that's debatable. I think Mike's probably the most handsome of the three of us. Although some say Britain is a sex bot. What? So. <laughs> what? Oh my God. I got a haircut the other day, man. <laughs> I knew that would piss you off. Yeah, I, I said that uh, particularly. Uh, Gnostic Baseball says he's enjoying this TED Talk. Thanks, Gnostic. And FTN Fantasy. FTNFantasy.com. I wrote a fucking novel uh, that was way too long. It's like 8,700 words. It was the longest article I've ever written. But it was the All-Star break. I had a lot of thoughts on my mind. A ton of them. And actually, for the second half talk on today's show, I've already done the homework. So that's the good news, at least. I already did my research. Check it out, ftnfantasy.com. Totally free. ftnfantasy.com. You don't have to pay a dime for it. This is a free article, and I give you a ton of players. Teams, teams that will go up, teams that will go down, players that will go up, players that will go down. It's very simple. A little trouble there. I don't think there's any trouble mm-hmm. there. It's a lot of fun. It's a great article. Check it out, ftnfantasy.com. Uh, Mike, anything we want to keep up to date on uh, beyond your notes? People should be 
reading Mike's notes at MKB Fantasy on Twitter. Are you on threads now, Mike? Yeah. Are you taking over the notes on thread? It's so funny. No, uh, it's going to be Twitter exclusively for right now. Ooh, um, Twitter I exclusive. Did, I, do have, I do have threads. I was kind of playing around with it, and I kind of thought to myself, how is this any different than Twitter? And I guess it's not. But Of course it isn't. Um, I, yeah, I just I don't need another social media app, to be honest. It's all, hey, Ma- um, Mike, do you prefer the powerful megalomaniac Mark Zuckerberg or the megalomaniac Elon Musk? It's your choice. Pick a megalomaniac right. and stick with it, folks. Exactly. Um, no, I, if you guys have been following me on Twitter, MKB Fantasy, uh, I do. I did take a break this week, obviously because of the All Star break with the notes. But um, have some cool, cool stuff coming out before tomorrow's games tomorrow morning. So be on the lookout for that. Um, kind of. You were doing home run derby notes. <laughs> no, 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 not home run derby notes. No, no, no. Yeah, can't can't be doing that. Um, although I did. I also I, small rant here for a second, and Ooh. I did mention this too. I All I right. hate spicy, spicy rant. Yeah, Let's I I, I cannot it. stand the new home run derby format. I hate it. Go back to the ten out oh. format. Let these guys take their time. And just I I hated it. I hate the new format. Wow. How can Adley Rushman hit the second most home runs and not advance? Wow. The seating sounds the seat. Yeah, hit it again. The seating sounds stupid. Wow, I just dude. Want, yeah, I want the ten outs, and I want to go back to the way things were. Man. Boom. Lock it in. That is locked in. Holy shit. Mike's. Hey, I, I don't <laughs> really passion. give a shit about the home run derby, so I don't have to care about it at I all. I could care less. Yeah. I love to hear some passion. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I let, me, let me say this. The reason why I'm so fired up about it is because it's, it was very nostalgic for me, something I did with my brother and my dad, watching the home run derby. We all picked guys. You know, we, everyone picked names out of a hat. That was your dude. We threw money into the pot kind of thing. So mm. I guess it was a nostalgic thing I'm for me. I'm sorry. So. You know what, Mike? It sounds like... I know I'm going through some things. Sounds like you're going through some things. <laughs> That's right. Got to work it out. Yeah. Let it out. I'm, I'm going to write a letter. You know, you're in a safe place, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> All right, there it is. Yeah, uh, of course, Plotso Discord. Uh, the Patreon's there for you. Uh, football season's coming up, so we're going to have football content. Stay tuned on that. I know you baseball people are cringing right now. You're getting pissed. Don't put your football content in my baseball content. Blah, 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 blah. Nobody cares what you think. How about that? Anyways, let's get into. I love the imi- I love the imitation that you were doing there. Like, what, yeah, what was that like, exactly? The, 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 I, I don't know. Is, is is that what the listeners sound like when they're talking to the podcast? You know, I did. <laughs> I used to have the standard dude voice, like where I would make fun of men who spoke really or really anybody, but it was all. Well, actually, yeah. I had a I had a male and a female uh, typical person voice. Like for guys, it was like, oh yeah, yeah, okay, you know what you're doing. Oh yeah, sure. Those were all the men in the world, and then for yeah, females. That works. I would I would talk like this was my mom I think I th- wait let me make sure I channel the voice right because I don't want to get it wrong and I'm already treading uh, on dangerous ground anyways. No kidding. Uh, I was gonna say be careful here, buddy. My mom bring a mom into it. What? Wait. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Great. Okay. Whatever. Yeah. No, that's not it. That's that's not the one. I used to really <laughs> shit on my mom because she was she would get in my case, you know, and it was annoying. And everyone's been annoyed by their mother. It sounds like Gargamel from the Smurfs. <laughs> yeah, that sounds more like. I don't know what that is. Uh, uh, what was the name of the cat on the Smurfs? Gargamel's cat. That's Azriel. Very good. You cannot stump this guy on pop culture, guys. Uh, uh, it's amazing. Um, in, in my defense, I have two two young daughters, so. <laughs> uh, <yeah. clears throat> Nasik right. says, "I'm offended. That sounded like my mom. I'm sorry. I didn't. I knew I wouldn't get it right." Jamie wants to know, can you guys elaborate on team schedules for the playoffs? I don't pay attention to that. I look at who's hitting hot. 
It's a great question. Wow. Mike, you have a comment? We'll on get into that. that. You want to get? Oh, we want to wait. Oh, yeah. we're going to table it. We're, we're going to wait. Yeah, we're going to table that. We're going to get in. We're going to get into that. That's a tease. Okay. We're going to take um, it into a commercial break right now. But after this break, we'll be right back with more information. We're back for a commercial. Thank you so much. This is Mike Dolby, Plotsel Podcast. Mike, Virginia, and Britt Allen. Plotsel Podcast, two L's, two Z's. Give me two. We want to thank our sponsor, whoever that was. There was no sponsor, actually. That was just bullshit. Let's get into leading off. Classic Baseball says, Mike, you said, and I, I'm Govier, he's Mike, so you're going to have to start distinguishing between the two. It's just easier since there's two Mikes. You said X amount of teams played the Rockies, and we should look at the schedule. And, yes, that is something that we're going to talk about here. Don't worry. We're going to get to it all. I got you covered. Mike's got you covered. Britain's here for you. I mean, Britain lives for this show. Coors. Yeah. Oh, Coors. Yeah, you want to. Oh, where's the Coors button? That's right. How could I not? Coors. Can't believe I did that. I never missed the Coors button on that one. This right here is a silver bullet. All the way from Colorado. Good. Our first catch of the day. It's time for the catch of the day and leading off. Gentlemen, this is where we talk about, you know, things to be aware of, players to give a tribute to, or we could shit on somebody. But usually it's a positive, like, hey, that guy's really been doing something to take note of. Who's the catch of the day today? Mike V, you go um, ahead. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say, hey, who wants to start? Yeah. Where are we? What happened? Are we on the air? <laughs> right. <laughs> um, yeah, for me, um, yeah, when we talk about guys from the, in, the, in the second half, it's to look at some of these guys, and it's kind of not only necessarily have a player in mind, and something we'll get into a little bit later in the show, but um, it's just start taking a look around some of these guys who are maybe getting impatient with some of these first, second, third round guys, and maybe looking to capitalize because we still have a lot of baseball left a whole second half so um you know some of these guys that again maybe got off to really bad starts and continued that in the first half and maybe looking to turn it around in the second half so um so i just want to make that clear and we'll get into that a little bit later but um something that i'm uh, excited to talk about a little later on oh wait i think i got it uh because in 2009 i had a party at my mom's house i was 29 years old by the way i had a party at my mom's house 29 now we're talking. Yeah. And there's a hot tub there. And one of my friends went in the hot tub and then passed out in the bed. Yeah. Idiot right. move. That's amateur hour, by the way. I, I was really pissed. I'm just like, you got to go. Bye, Felicia. But it turns out my mom thought it was piss. She came home because it was wet. She didn't think she didn't know it was hot tub water. So she called me up and left me this legendary voicemail. And I remember saying this. And I think I got my mom's voice here. Here we go. Urine-soaked mattress. There we go. There it is. I knew I would find it. I lost it for a minute. I got it. Urine-soaked mattress. That's my mother's voice. There we go. Or at least my version of my mother's voice. Thanks, Mom. Ladies and gentlemen out there in the podcast world, we've uncovered some things with Mike V with his home run derby issues. (laughs) With some some type of urine-soaked mattress going on with Michael Gauvier. Things are happening. 
what are we going to get into later? I don't know because we're only in the first few minutes. Well, but whatever it is, it, keep yeah. keep tuned in because if we get into my issues, hi mom, then who knows what's going to happen? No, we can't later do that. On. That's off limits. Yeah, we yeah. we have to respect the listener. Yeah. In the end of the day, here, but uh, anyways, yeah, Mike, you're right. It's time for the second half, and we've got a lot of players who could take advantage of matchups with weeks and get yourself motivated and organized to take a look for head-to-head players specifically. Who are your players playing in your playoff weeks? That's something that's really important, and you have to lock in on that. Yeah, totally agree. And that's and there's a multitude of different things, and obviously something we'll talk about as well later in the show. But Everything's later in the um, show, by the know, way. We're not going to talk about anything now. Yeah. Everything's later. No, everything's so just, later. you got to wait 40 minutes. <laughs> You gotta wait, yeah. We gotta wait for our pop culture references, the whole nine yards. That's right. That has to happen first. That's putting it mildly. Like Michael talked about, you know, I think this is a, a thing that gets overlooked a lot, especially in fantasy baseball, because this is right around the season where folks start losing interest, they start getting into fantasy football, um, and this is the time to capitalize. So taking advantage of maybe looking at matchups, the number of games in the week, streaming hitters, pitchers, if you have some bench, bench spot uh, depth. Um, and then do your homework. All these things you should have been doing in the first half, but more so important in the second half uh, to help you win your leagues, get into the playoffs, whatever it may be. I've always said this. All you got to do is get to the dance. So if you're one of those people that needs to make the playoffs and you are in it to win it, right? You could be the last seed. I've seen happening plenty of times, especially in those head-to-head formats where guys just have awesome you know, last couple of months because they exploited the matchups, right? And they, again, you may not have had the best team all season, but if you had those matchups going into, yeah, if you had the best team going in and the healthiest team, more importantly, something else that we, we haven't we'll trouble touch on. Um, it's one of those things too, where again, you can really, really make uh, uh make it make it count in the last month or so. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? I got it. I love it. That's great stuff. Uh, Britain, uh, how do you approach Britain? Do you play head to head? By the way, I do. I love head to head. Me too. That's, that's one of my yeah. That's one of my favorite formats. Me three. Yeah. Hey, or what do you concur? Yes, we all concur. Damn it. I love concur. That's a great word. But before I get into that, can I mention a couple quick things during the all-star break? Jordan Romano, the closer for the uh, Toronto Blue Jays was pitching and had back tightness. Dr. Harris, literally a trick. Do you concur? Concur with what, sir? With what Dr. Ashland just said. Do you, do you concur? You know I got everything. I I you got I can't believe you have a concur <laughs> drop. That's so great. And ladies and gentlemen, we did not plan that beforehand. But anyway, so nothing's planned. Um, this thing's all just the, off the cuff. It's just a total bozo the, fest 24/7. Saturday night live on a Thursday. <laughs> so except we're funny. Anyway, here. so Jordan <laughs> seriously Hands doubt down. that. But so uh Jordan Romano, the closer for the Blue Jays, got hurt during the game. That's a big, big red flag. They said he got rem- he was removed precautionary. They interviewed Dusty uh during the game and said, Well, why was he removed? Well, he's got back tightness. And I'm like, why is he out there? Because apparently in war warm-ups he was had back tightness too. I don't know. The That's the pressure not of the all-star thing. game, right? I mean, these guys still feel the pressure. Because they get selected, I know it's easy for us to look. They're gamers. They are. Some of them oh, are. No. Some oh are. no, I'm not. I'm not blaming anyone for that. I'm just saying. But that is it that serious though? Do we know it now? No, we we don't. But see, that's the point. Just to go ahead and get ahead of it, you know, make these spec ads just in case. For all we know, he's going on the IL tomorrow, or Friday, whenever you know the game start, 
and they're going to take it easy with him because he's their, you know, big closer. So they're going to, you know, give him a couple of weeks, whatever, or he could be just fine. Get, get a nice back massage, you know, at the local, uh, 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 you know, Tony Lee fans back massage parlor. Tony or Lee fans. I've never they, been there. No. I, I don't know. That, uh, no comment. But when anyway, I was a teacher, so... I went to a Thai massage place and everybody immediately made fun of me. I'm like, man, that's not cool. There's plenty of regular people who are Thai who give massages without happy endings, you racist, ethnocentric hey. bigots. I mean, I had to get all these people up in their face and tell them what's what. It was awesome. Anybody can give a good back massage you walk into a mall in middle america and people are getting back massages <laughs> oh, on no! those things and ten thousand people no. are walking past them at the mall of america going what is up do you but, do that uh, do you go sit in those chairs or actually go talk to those people when you're walking down the me? corridor of a no. mall you avoid eye contact with all those middle stores you keep your head down right. and you avoid eye contact because there's going to be a phone place uh, a jewelry thing a t-shirt hut Somebody with a helicopter Lotion. thing. Yeah, all those and things. Then, yeah, you're right. It's just hell on earth. And and then, I'm just trying to get to Mr. Pretzel so my fat ass can eat some salt. <laughs> hell on earth. Uh, agree to disagree, my friend. It is a carnival of light there. And it's <laughs> no. just what you let in no and way. what you don't. No way. I, yeah. I see ladies with little piranhas eating their dead skin off their feet. I'm like, y'all go, ladies. You know, <laughs> I, I, I walk cir- like this circle with my hands of, over circle my eyes of life. So you know, whatever y'all need to do. <laughs> anyway, I forgot what I was talking about. No, clearly. it doesn't matter. Who oh, cares? Uh, I will quote <laughs> you warmly and accurately. You, Jordan Romano was actually a target that I was looking at before this all-star business happened. I was like, oh, man, this is a closer I might want to have on my squad because I really like the Blue Jays schedule for my playoff week. And the reason I don't want to talk too much about my playoffs is because my head-to-head league, my home league, BYB, shout out to all those guys, our playoffs start. Start on August 21st. So they're coming up. Wow. Yeah, it, the last three weeks of the season don't mean right shit. Right around in our the league. corner. Yeah. So that is. You have to be up. specific to your league. Do you play to the end of the season? Do you play the week prior and end? It just keeps getting shorter and shorter in BYB for us. And I have to be aware of what the matchups are for August 28th and September 4th because I'm number one seed overall right now and I'm expecting to get the first round by. And I'm going to bank on missing that first week that I don't because I won't be a part of it. So if that all blows up my face, then I'll look like an asshole, but that's what I'm doing. So. Yep. But Jordan Romano, Mike, have you heard anything like updated more? Because I haven't heard anything since it happened. I've heard it was precautionary, um, and I heard that he's fine. But I mean, like Britton said, I mean, he they could come out tomorrow and say, "Hey, he's going to miss the next couple of games or a week or whatever it may be." I don't know. Maybe back issues linger. So um, if you don't, if you play in a um, in a saves only league, Eric Swanson might be somebody to target. Yimi Garcia, I think, got one of the save chances uh, in, in in place of Romano on a day off. So um, it doesn't hurt. Like if you're playing a really really deep league and you have some space, it doesn't hurt to add as as a spec ad and try to get one of those guys. So. <laughs> All right. I I love that. I love that take because if you're the Blue Jays, let Romano take a, a 10 day IL stint right now. Let him take a break and, you know, get that back healthy because they're looking at postseason, right? They're in contention. And Eric Swanson's the guy to get. He has 21 holds for the Toronto Blue Jays. He's, uh, he's playing well. But if you're listening to this right now, Eric Swanson's already been picked up probably uh-huh. as, as a spec, but, yeah. but Yimmy Garcia might still Yimmy. be out there and Yimmy. And let me tell you, mm-hmm. he has been the hottest reliever in that bullpen. I agree. In the past 12, in the past 12 innings pitched 
15 Ks, one walk. And the last Toronto save, they gave it to Yemi. It was uh, July, I think, the 7th. The one and only Eric Swanson save he's gotten this entire year was June the 4th. So they may keep Swanson. Of course, I'm acting like I know what the Toronto Blue Jays manager is going to do, but they may keep Swanson where he's at in the holds, you know, eight setup and let Yimmy go close it out. I'm just saying Swanson's probably gone, but yeah. yeah, Let's rip this shit up. That's Yimmy Garcia or Yimmy. Sorry. Yeah. Yimmy. So it's, you know, if you have a, if you have a room on your bench and you're desperate for saves, go pick up Yimmy Garcia. It's, it's a straight up, you know, scratch off ticket. The odds are one in a hundred that it's going to turn into plus $2, but whatever. It's the end of the bench. Go give it a shot. There it is. Chad with the old Trevor Richards call out. There's always some guy who's dying for Trevor Richards to mean something. He's never going to mean anything. Get over it. Live in the now, man. Everybody give it up. That change up is fun, but it's not going to happen. He doesn't have the consistency and the command to be the guy you want him to be. I've lived it. Not the closer. Yeah. It's a starter, a closer. He's just a middleman. Less pressure, the better for Trevor Richards. Some guys aren't built to yeah. last. Duralast style. Agreed. And that's the bottom line here. Lock that in. Sure. But uh, more than that, more to speak of. What about some other things we should be aware of for the second half here? Mike, what else should we be doing? Yeah, good question. So, um, you know, I was talking about this with uh, somebody on Twitter the other, the other day and also with a buddy of mine who's new to fantasy baseball. And um, what? New people? You know, we don't like new people. Yeah, oh, right. No, right. no, 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 no. Oh, <laughs> we can't have that. We don't want new blood. We want the same yeah. old tired people. Gatekeeping 101. Nah, Keep everybody out. Period. There you go. Right. Uh, we already talked about, you know, taking advantage of the matchups, you know, late August, early September, you know, guys who are playing a cores, et cetera, et cetera. But, you know, don't be afraid to go out there and put some trades out, put some feels out, evaluate your team, look at what you need in terms of maybe I need another hitter. Maybe I need a pitcher. Maybe I need closers. Obviously, it depends on format. If you're th- talking talk about maybe for next year, don't be afraid to make a trade and do your homework on trades just like you would on anything else. Don't be afraid to be that guy that's like, oh, are my league mates going to get on my ass for making this deal and helping people out. I get that fear, but at the same time too, that's what, you know, me, Michael, Britton, whoever uh, are here for to, to kind of help you evaluate that, but do your homework. Don't be afraid to make a trade. And then lastly, don't be uh, play the wire. You can talk about this in fantasy football. You can talk about this in baseball, be ready to strike. Cause like Britton had mentioned in earlier, don't be in the that show, guy. guys go down, guys go, go down and you got to be able to uh, work the wire Pick up the guy who's like an Eric Swanson or Yimmy Garcia. Yimmy. Pick up that hot hitter. Yeah, any of those guys that are gonna, that 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 can get hot quick. You know, or somebody drops somebody. You know, on on you know, because they got impatient. Play the wire. Um, and that and in my opinion, championships are won on the waiver wire. So this is an open and shut case, and anybody who can't see that mm. is a savage and an idiot. There you go. Very simple here on the Plotzel <laughs> Podcast. Two L's, two Z's. I like it. There was actually a time about six years, seven years ago, I started a new league, a new fantasy league, and it was a keeper league with like 14 keepers. And it was really exciting because for me and my group of friends, it was progress because we'd been really stodgy and against change. I was always for change, but everybody else was slow to come around. But finally, I got him to come around, and it was it was difficult. Look, uh, I trust you, so I'm just going to lay this right on you. Yeah, so I laid it on him, and we had this league, and there was this big debate because somebody had picked up Yimi Garcia, of all people, prematurely or, like, against the waiver rules or something. It was some big deal. We called it Yimi Gate. We really did. 
So I, I I hear Yimmy Garcia's name. I immediately think of Yimmy Gate from 2016. Never going to go away. It's always a running gag between me and my friends. Um, I think Jordan Romano is a guy that if he's hurt, it's a real problem. I'm worried about that. I also think making trades, look at the, the weeks ahead. Look at what's coming up, okay? Look at what categories are available to you, which ones aren't. If there's a category you can't win, don't spend all of your precious remaining fab money or waiver wire opportunities to try to make up minimal ground when you can't do it. Just give it up. Go for the categories where you can actually make progress and get points gained. That's a really important thing when it comes to the second half. Am I wrong? And it, it, No, absolutely not. And Michael, real quick, um, how do you approach trades with people like in your home league? Do you, you think it's important to know the guys in your league, how they trade? that kind of thing, or does that not really matter as much? I, I don't give a shit about them. I well, I mean, I guess if you know something about them for strategy purposes and negotiations, that's great. But for me, it's about targeted players. I make a list. I don't care about who my managers are in my leagues. I first made a list. Actually, I made a list recently, like 10 days ago. And I'm like, okay, these are all the targeted guys I'm interested in first. Then I find out which team each player is on, and I go from there, and I try to make deals for them. And I always start low. Yeah, some people are emotional and they take it personally. And they, oh, I'm not going to respond. I'm not even going to counter now. Well, then fuck that. And, you know, there's nothing you can do about it. Those people have their own issues. They're up their own ass. And we can't change their lives. However, most managers will be like, okay, well, that's a shit offer and you're a scumbag. And you say, yes, I am a scumbag, but let's continue to deal. And then you deal and hopefully you get a deal done. It's about the players more than anything. The players who fit the needs and for the categories or points that I need. There you, there you go. Britton, what's your take on that? How do you approach trades in your league? I do it leagues. very I very I do it very diplomatically. Like if it's a like I have an auto new league and I don't I'm a total stranger to everybody. So I will uh you know DM the, <laughs> the manager and and I say, uh hello, so and so. I hope you're doing well. Is there any <laughs> chance we like you know, first impressions. You're matter. butter in their bread, like, right? You, you you've got to. It's it it takes so little, but it means a lot. Like how you present yourself, you know. But that's that's you know in that example. If you're in a league where you don't know anybody, you you come in there very nice, and it doesn't take much I to say, "Hey, how are you?" As opposed to you know, if I get a if I get I get trade offers all the time, and it's like, I need X, you need Y. Yeah. Let's trade, and I'm like. No, it's not. Uh, but if if it's something nicer, I'm like, okay, well, you know, da, 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 like damn we're all good human deal. beings. What are you so uptight we're about a, that? I don't. I wouldn't expect that from you. We're we're a social we're a social people. Like personality matters. You know, <laughs> like I don't think it's uh, it, you know. But if it's a buddy of yours, if it's a home leg, you know, that's totally different. Yeah, but, fuck you, trade with me. Little trouble there. Yeah. Or, I always love that too, by the way, when like, they were like, I really want this guy. And then you're like, nah, I'm going to hang on to him. I really like him rest of the season. And then the personal attacks start coming. Like, yeah, what, do you think this guy's going to win up? MVP? <laughs> like, the, like, yeah, exactly. Like there's a, there's an art to it. Like your player X stinks. I'll, tr but I'll trade you. I'll trade him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you right. should trade that's him. Confusing. Like, come on, man. I know what you're doing. That's, that's, that's Bush League, but yeah. Ooh, yeah Bush that's, League's uh, not good, right? That's I, a bad thing. I would take it easy. All right. Fair enough. Hey, trading is a, it's a dance, you know, it's a, it is, it takes patience. Well said. Yeah. It's all about your partner. I got to admit, it's, you can't just go in there. It's not, it's like fucking, you know, you can't just go in there and do your thing and oh get out God. of there. It's important 
that you stop and consider your partner. Consider your partner in this dance, this wonderful dance called trading. It's a beautiful dance. It's a personal. Uh, rela- it's a personal relationship. That's why the 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 great Ian Khan won all his leagues. He showed up. He came. He conquered, and he left because he would call. He won the every Kristen league. Cockcrofts, every league. He would call Kristen Cockcroft and all those guys. Get him on the phone, and the next thing you know, fuck you, dickhead. He's got a deal done. He's got a deal. Wait, done. would he quit Get his up. leagues though? You're acting. You're making it sound like he would win his leagues and leave. Well, I, you know, I I can't speak for the man, but he was with that podcast under the radar and. The last one before it shut down, he said that he was, uh, you know, signing off, you know, all not all the leagues, but you know, <laughs> most of them. And he was like, "All right," and I respect that. Like, you know, he's a you know actor and a career and all that kind of stuff. And I remember one thing he said to Nando Defino, and he said, "Yeah, I'm just not going to be that active." And and they were and they were like, uh, you know, why not? And he said, "Well, you know, I won this, that, and that, and you know, it didn't change my life much." Oh, and, and, uh, he was like, oh, okay. So, wow. I mean, it shouldn't change your life that much just by winning. It should be nice and it should give you more credibility and maybe build up your reputation. So people respect you more or appreciate you more, but it shouldn't mean you shouldn't live or die with your championships. That's something I learned the hard way, Mike, a long time ago. Don't, it was yeah. like golf. That's why I quit golf. Cause I lived or die with every shot. It was awful. And I was like, I did that before. Why can't I do that now? <laughs> right. Uh, two different animals, unfortunately, but yeah, I totally get where you're at. I need my money and I need it now. <laughs> Fucking stupid commercials. Oh God. Do people actually watch, do you guys watch commercials by the way? It's funny. Cause like I was just talking about the, with my wife the other day, like we got to cut the cord because we stream a lot. We watch a lot of movies, yeah. like shows and things like that. Like we hardly ever watch live TV now and it's uh, mainly just sports, AKA when I'm watching it. So um so no i guess maybe i think if i have to if it's ads like part of the app you know what i mean or the, the streaming service but yeah. um no i'm wearing yeah does, do people watch like cbs and nbc and watch you know lone star 911 <laughs> never heard of it did. you remember uh, uh, you remember you this know, one uh britain <laughs> nash bridges yeah it's time for jag and oh, nash yeah. bridges <laughs> oh yeah back in the there. day I, you yeah, but you know now you can watch anything you want, so you don't have to like, you know, sign the Seinfeld finale coming on, you know, at nine p.m. <laughs> on NBC. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that's what up. I'm saying. Like, I don't see any commercials anywhere, so I've, that's why I asked it. I I don't see commercials unless it's a quick YouTube clip, and even then, I'm tuning out, and I don't even recall it. It's, it means nothing to me, and usually it's more targeted yeah. ad too. Sometimes it actually does help me. I'm like, oh wow, I do need a. I do need that. Whatever that. What was something earlier that happened today? I was like, oh wow, they're listening to my calls, or they got everything. They got they got all my microphones hot twenty four seven. They know what I need. It was a music website where you could get a license and get access to all this free music. That's what it was, and I was just doing that Ooh. today on the computer. Spooky. That's pretty cool. Oh, it is cool. I actually typed in the website and saved it. That's an actual targeted ad working. How about that, folks? It can. Be done. That is wonderful. Very cool. Uh, okay. It's all about those cookies. Mm, I, those, they love those cookies. They get you. This is Fields cookies. They're delicious. Uh, yes. Okay. What about uh? So somebody wrote, "What do we do with Yuri Perez?" Was this you, Mike? Red alert! Red alert! Commercials incoming. Please be prepared to ignore them. 
These people are not your friends. These messages are intended to make you feel bad or that something is missing from your life. Red alert, commercials incoming. Prepare to enable the use of your 15 second skip ahead button. You are in terrible peril. Red alert, red alert, commercials incoming. In three, two, one. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. It was. I just wanted to get your all's take on it real quick. I don't, you know, obviously uh, that was a, the big news happened before in the All Star break and being sent back down. I don't think, unless you were living under a rock, uh, this was always the plan uh, for Yuri um, to. <laughs> is it re- is it being rebooted? No, get is that out right? Of here. Go away. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, Yuri Perez uh, wanted to get your all's take. If you don't, we're going to take this as if you don't have an NA spot in your leagues. Are you holding them or are you dropping? No NA spot? I don't. That's foolish. That's I don't have no Yuri Perez spot. anywhere. So you don't have Yuri Perez anywhere. Zero point zero. Okay, let's imagine you did. What? What if he did? I would hang on to him because he's that talented. Even in redraft. Even in redraft, if I could do it, I would. Do it. What, what are you doing with him, Michael? Well, uh, I literally do have him, so I can speak to this with authenticity, not like the fraudulent Britton Allen who tried to play it off like he actually rostered your Perez in a shocking development. No, I, uh, I'm not, I'd said don't drop. Do not get rid of your Perez. Yes. He will be there for you when it counts. And that's what I expected to happen. I think I said this on the record on the show or on Twitter. Somewhere I talked or wrote it out. So that was Twitter, my, I think you did. Yeah, that was my belief. So I'm locked yeah. in on that. My main concern, though, after doing my FTN article this week, Groovy with Govier, which you guys should all read for free, ftnfantasy.com, boom, is that the Marlins could be really in a different position by September. So if we're waiting for him to come back, think? yeah, uh, the schedule is challenging. And actually, I wrote one of the teams that would decline in the second <sighs> half are the Marlins. I didn't, I wasn't excited to it. In fact, all the teams I wrote that would go downhill in the second half were teams I love the Diamondbacks, the Reds, the Marlins. I didn't have any joy in writing it, but based on what I saw, I looked at the schedule and I looked at the numbers and I said, you know what? I know the truth here. The run differential and the schedule were two key factors for me to say, these teams are going to go backwards. It's too good to be true. Even if, I mean, especially with all the teams that make the playoffs now and with all these wild card spots, you brought up a good point towards the back end of the, of the schedule there, um, or even just the second half in general, um, really in but I'm thinking to myself, with guys like Edward Cabrera, Trevor Rogers, any of these guys that are coming back, 
as well. Do they roll with them or do they say, hey, you know what? We got a real chance of making the playoffs here. The fan base is excited. They've won some exciting games versus the Braves going into the all-star break. I think that he's going to be a piece towards the back end of the season here. Um, that's going to help you possibly win your leagues. Um, so it might be some. I'm hold. I'm personally holding him as well. I, th- I, I agree with with you, Michael. I think he's too too talented to drop. Um, if you're if you're that anxious about having somebody in on your bench that's not you know currently in the majors and you don't have an NA spot, maybe it's something where you look to work a trade. But uh, I'm just not dropping him for free. That's not happening. You bastard. He's not a bastard. Come on, Chris. Uh, I am all for it. I love it. Yuri Perez is worth it. I just I'm worried now. I'm worried. I'm worried. Why? Uh, wait. What is? Oh, he doesn't have enough. What's happening here? <laughs> this is a new one. Last time we did this, it was the no faces. All the guys Mike was bringing up, players <laughs> I like too. They had yeah. no picture on PitcherList.com. For those of you that are listening, I, we pull up the PitcherList.com player profile pages while we're doing the show to give people a visual aid because not everybody learns audibly. Do you guys know this? A lot of people learn in different ways. I'm a visual aid guy myself. I like I like pictures and I like stats and I like seeing g- good graphs and bars and things like that. It's fun. Yeah, apparently your press doesn't qualify. So, or maybe uh, Pitcherless is like doing one All Star Break maintenance or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, probably it is the All Star Break. It's the best time to do maintenance on a baseball website. Uh, oh. Conspiracy conspiracy theory. They're keeping him under wraps. <laughs> oh, conspiracy theories, conspiracy theories. We used to say that all the time. <laughs> Whenever somebody said conspiracy theory, conspiracy theories, conspiracy theories. That was our little song for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's next on the show, Mike? Where are we going now? Just real quick. I don't, you know, we don't have to spend a whole lot of time here because I do want to get into the main, main course of the show here. Um, Soderstrom and, and, and Geloff getting called up for the athletics. Wanted to know if you guys had any interest in that. Um, nope. Geloff hitting. <laughs> I don't have any interest in him either. Um, I, I I think I tweeted this out. If I didn't, uh, maybe it's in my drafts and I meant to send it. But um, I don't have any interest in either either of these guys. Uh, I think of the two, I'd, I'd prefer Soderstrom just because of the power. Um, but um, I don't like the team context. Um, they're both big strikeout guys. Um, and... Uh, they whiff a lot. So um, unless I was really desperate at catcher or middle infield, maybe in some deeper formats, but um, I'm not, I'm not rushing out to the wire or spending crazy amounts of fab on either of these guys, but wanted to hear your all's take. Uh, well, we'll hear the take right after these messages. And we're back. Britton, what's your take on Soderstrom and Goloff? I like them both, especially Gandalf. He led the fellowship of the <laughs> ring down that yes. narrow bridge, and that you shall not pass was coming over, and his staff lit up, oh. and he had the hat, yeah, and the Gandalf hat. struck his staff into the into the bridge, and down they went. Unfortunately, Zach Galoff probably is down there too. I'm sorry, Zach. Uh, <laughs> I hope it's okay, but <laughs> Tyler S- S- Soderstrom is a horse of a different color. He's a real deal. I like Soderstrom a lot. He is a premier hitter. He was successful. He was drafted out of high school. He was successful out of every level. I think he's going to be a good hitter. Now, he is a catcher by trade, but he's he's going to be one of those deals where it's going to be DH first base. They're going to play him every day. Billy being that money ball weirdo is going to be using him every day. What up? You know, Scott, how to feel or whatever your name was. And so Tyler Siderstrom, 
is a good hitter. He is going to he is going to play every day. And uh, the real question too is, what happens to my boy, my Rule Five Ryan Noda? Oh, oh no! Don't I worry about it. Don't worry about it. He's fine. He's my boy. First, he's, he's mine. All right, not yours. He's mine. Now, now, boys, don't fight. <laughs> That's how Gandalf laughs, right? I, I don't know what that was, but Ryan Ryan Noda is just like me, one of those Rule Five, you know, Isle of Misfit toys. Although well, he wasn't a misfit toy, he got he got janked out of the, the Los Angeles Dodgers system. Janked? They're too they're too they're too loaded. That's so, dude. That anyway, is janky, dude. You look janky. It got it got janked up. So. We're, we're, I love Tyler Soderstrom. I think he's going to be good. And if he's not, here's here's the thing. Mike, you and I were talking about this last week before I blacked yep. out. Uh, <laughs> it, <laughs> like, look, you're buying lottery tickets. You're, you're These are dates. You're not getting married on the first date. You go out on a date and see how it works. That's Tyler Soderstrom. A couple years, not a couple, you come a few up with years that theory? ago. Trey Turner came up. Reese Hoskins came up. Oh, legendary. Gary Sanchez came up. Don't forget, up. Uh, they... what's his face from the Reds, too? That leg- Aristides Aquino, that monster run. Oh, Aquino. Oh, my God. oh yeah. yeah. What they call him? The Intimidator or something? The Punisher. He was on an absolute tear. That was so much fun he, to watch. Oh, that open stance. Like, look, you got to keep buying these tickets, long story short. And Tyler Soderstrom is one of those. He's a first-round pick. That's... The reason why he, he fell all the way down in the first round were some other issues and money stuff that had nothing to do with talent. So go well, if you can get them, go stash them and see what happens because you never know. Correct me if I'm wrong too. We talked, I think we we talked about this a couple shows ago. And Michael, I think you talked about this with Ben on the on the prospect show. Um didn't they both play in the, the doesn't the uh, Las Vegas, I can't remember the is it the What's the name of the Las Vegas Aces is out there minor league system? That's the triple A squad, right? Which will soon host yeah. the major league team. Yeah, don't they play in the Pacific Coast League? It tends to be a little bit more hitter friendly. So those numbers are going to be a little bit inflated in, in, in what they currently have right now. I mean, I know Galoff hit twelve home runs, twenty stolen bases, and Soderstrom was up to twenty home runs before he got called up. But they're both in friends? the yep, yep. Uh, good movie, by the way. Uh, and they're both at you know over twenty seven percent strikeout rates. So um, you know, I not to mention they're going to one of the most pitcher friendly ballparks in, in baseball in Oakland. So. Um, like I said, I'm with you, Britain, on that take in terms of punching lottery tickets here. Who knows? Maybe he comes up and just ab- they both come up or one of them come up and just absolutely kill it. Who knows? But if you have the depth at, or you have a spot on your bench and it's worth, it's worth the flyer. So, ooh, Chad says Geloff has real Brendan Donovan vibes. I like that. I love me some Brendan Donovan mm-hmm. for sure. Getting that for sure. But uh, yep. that is a bold take. It's a Blossom Podcast. We're full of bold takes and Utah. bold statements. Uh, bold predictions. What else is bold? Uh, A1 bold and spicy. If it's bold, it's the Palazzo Podcast. Two L's, two Z's. Follow Mike on Twitter, MKB Fantasy. I'm an MJ Govier. Britton Allen, two T's, two L's. Britton Allen. And I think we really need to get into our second half call-outs because it's 48 minutes Agreed. of the show. And society demands that we continue forth and give the people what they want. Got to give the people shout out. Jalen and Jacoby, a show that I love that is no longer around. I love J- Do you guys ever listen to Jalen Jacoby? No. Oh, 
I've never heard of it. Of course, you are a fascinating human being, Britain. The things you know about and don't know about, I cannot. I never know what you know and don't know. It's really intriguing. It's fascinating. <laughs> what is Jalen and Jacoby? Yeah, please elaborate quickly. You don't even know what that is, Is that is, a stand-up? Really? Stand no, I have no idea what the hell you're talking about. Shit. Uh, Jalen Rose. You guys know who Jalen Rose is? Yes. Okay, good. The basketball basketball player. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wasn't he from Michigan State? Michigan, not Michigan State. <laughs> Michigan. Yeah, nice job. You did that on purpose. <laughs> nice you job. Did, you nice did. Job. You got me. Shit, you really got me good. Wow. Wow, gotcha. dude. Yeah, I can't believe I fell for that. That was dumb. But, yeah, him and this guy, David Jacoby, they, it was a podcast. Jalen Jacoby. They did it until uh, Jalen Rose not got fired from ESPN recently. So, that, unceremoniously, uh, by the yes. way. But. Now I know what you're talking about. For some reason, I thought you were talking about a musical group, and I was like, I have no idea what the hell that is. It like like Hall and Oates. They're like their children are called Jalen and Jacoby, <laughs> and they're playing and they're playing sweet melodies. You know? Yeah. Uh, okay. Anyways, uh, that's a Jalen and Jacoby tribute. Love you guys. Sorry it didn't work out. All right, let's get into second half callouts. The second half is here, and you need to know who are the players to avoid, who are the players to go get. This callout. By the way, guys, it could be any type of call-out related to our second half. So it doesn't just have to be good. It could be bad. It could be in between. It could be anything you want it to be. It could be uh, Big Missy Elliott style, you know. If that's what it is, then that's what it'll be. So let's kick. What was that? Well, I mean, we don't know what she says, right? Missy Elliott song. Yeah, it's like she says something, and then they put it in reverse and backwards, and it sounds Funny. I did the one thing that is clear in that song. I think is if you got a big one, let me search it. Right? Isn't that correct? Something like that. Yeah. Oh, yep. and let me reverse. And I find it. out how I hard gotcha. I gotta work it. So that's all clear gotcha. to me. So I assume yeah. is code for dong. But uh, let's get into second half callouts. Mike, you look like you're chomping at the bit. Why don't you give us the first one? Let's get it going. Let's go. Well, again, I'm gonna call out uh, Michael's article on FTN. If you guys haven't uh, read it yet. I read it this morning. It's great. I don't care what he says. If it's long, it is a lot of useful <laughs> and great content in there. Thank you. Make sure you guys go read that. Um, really, really good stuff. I really, really enjoyed reading it this morning. Um, so make sure you guys do that. Uh, the first guy I want to bring up is uh, Willie Adamas and something that uh, somebody that Michael had featured in his article as well. I swear we had I'd done this uh, before I read his article, but Willie Adamas, um, for some reason, again, was was drafted in my league, and I was quick to pick him How up. How big a league? One, he's been on uh, 12 team. Okay. Um, yeah, um, and this is my home league. And um, he's been on an absolute tear the past couple of weeks. And if you look, actually look at it too, and Michael, correct me if I'm wrong, I think you did mention this in your article as well. His first half numbers aren't that far off from this year's numbers. His batting average is obviously something that needs to be a little bit higher. I mean, he's never been a big batting average guy. Uh, last year, I believe he hit 238, 238. He's up to 213 now. So obviously would love to get that up a little higher, but he's got 16 home runs and 46 RBIs at the break uh, for a shortstop. That's great. Um, and again, he's somebody I'd be targeting because again, over the past couple of weeks, he's been one of the better players in the league um, uh, in terms of the, the pop and the RBIs that he's given you. So um what is going on with pitcher list right now? I don't know. I yeah, clearly doing maintenance. I'm not going to go back to pitcher list today. Sorry about that. Continue. No, all good. Um, but over the last two weeks, four home runs, 12 RBIs, and he's hitting 283. So um, he's somebody I'm, uh, if he's out there, he is owned in 78%. Of, I'm just talking about Yahoo, mind you, because I'm a Yahoo guy. Shout out. Yahoo! Um, Yahoo! Yeah, I love, I, I love Willie Adamas. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I used to do that. That was fun. Yeah, that was fun. Um, yeah. 
I love Willie Adamas. If he's somebody you can target, um, again, noting that if you need power in the middle, middle corner infield spot, or sorry, middle infield spots, he might be somebody I might be looking to target. I like him going into the second half for sure. And there it is right there, by the way, last year he hit 238. So he's, he's not a very good hitter for average. No. Tampa Milwaukee in 2021. That was, that's like the best you're going to get out of him. He should hit a little bit better than two when he's at his prime, but you're there for the power and that's pretty much it. Yep. Yeah, and if I'm not mistaken, too, I don't know if you have this re- readily available, um, Michael, with his stat cast and what his expected, expected batting average is. Um, I don't know if that's higher or lower than where he's currently currently hitting at now, um, but his expected batting average is actually 239, so it's a little higher than his two sub-200 level that he's at right now. So um, so maybe he's a little bit un- maybe a little bit unlucky. He is striking out 25% of the time but and walking at a 9% clip. Those expected stats can mess with you, though, though. I know it looks simple on the surface, but always be yep. aware of that, folks. Just a little caveat. Good call. I have uh, yeah, I have preached that also, Michael, and great point. As, and I'm not going to spend too much time here, but um, a lot of people put so much weight into stat cast numbers, and, again, that can be a little bit misleading. So I just want to mention yeah. that. You're a good man and thorough, and we appreciate your effort here, Mike. I love it. Can't do it. I can do it all day. Shut up, Mike. You know what you're talking about. That's Mike Singletary, not Mike Virginia. See, I grew up with these guys. All right, uh, Britton, how about you, my man? You got a player that sucks or is someone to target in the second half? I got both, but I want to be positive. I want to exude positivity in the Mike V style. My (laughs) player is Spencer Torkelson, and here's, here's why. So. We Spencer. talked about him a couple of weeks ago, Michael. Hang on, Britton. We need to talk. I'm so glad you brought this player up because I brought him up and Michael doesn't like him. A little trouble there. Him, so I'm glad you're bringing him up. Go ahead, Britton. The floor is yeah. yours. And Mike V, let, I'm going to also say I listened to uh, Michael Govier's show with Ben, General Ben, earlier. It's a great show. They had some Spencer Torkelson hatred. No. I was I, appalled. Shocked. Stunning. I know. Flummoxed. <laughs> Flabbergasted. <I> Flabbergasted. <laughs> Enraged, but no. Spencer Torkelson had had a slow start to the air, but he's kicked off July batting over 300 with three home runs, seven RBI, and ended it with a five-game hitting streak. He's a former number one overall, and Ben and... Mr. Govier were saying, oh, he got money in 2020 and blah, 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 blah. I'm like, I don't think so, man. He is in his second big league year. All right. His second. He has turned it around. He's got Miggy Cabrera over there. I think he. Who cares? (laughs) (laughs) The guy's a douchebag. Miguel Cabrera. Straight douchebag. I'm locking that oh in. Oh, my God. There you go. I know what I'm talking about, but continue. Go ahead, please. So, Spencer Torkelson is a talented player who I think has shown the hits, the hitting ability to have a big second half. I think it's going to be huge. Please lock me in, law and order. Spencer Torkelson is going to have a great second half. Wow, I love dude. That call. Love that call, Britton. I'm with you on that one. Why? Same thing. I th- I, th- I think he's turned it around the past a whole month of July, and he was actually even hitting, hitting better in June as well. Not not spectacular, but showing signs of turning it around. There's not a lot of pressure in Detroit. 
first or uh, former number number one overall draft pick. Again, a guy that I if, if he's he's going to be cheap. He's not going to be somebody you're going to be spending a whole lot on. Get in and get in now before he gets too expensive. Let me ask you this question, Michael. Why don't you like Spencer Torkelson? Uh, I just think he's a guy that got overhyped. That's really what it is. He, a number one overall pick, like Mickey Moniak. You know? Remember what happened with Mickey Moniak? Everyone's like, hey, Mickey Moniak, yep. hey. I, I'm not a, out on Torkelson. I just, I, maybe I need to think about this. Maybe I'm being too biased. I'm letting all this Chris Illich hate inside of me take control. And that's not fair. Al Avila and his dipshit ways. And We're going to get all in your face and point out your fault. I don't want to do that to Torkelson permanently. He's still a young guy. You're right. And these guys are developing. And I always go by that credo. So I'm going to slow my roll. You know what, Spencer? Torkelson, you can thank Britton Allen and Mike Virginia for getting me on the right track here. Yeah, it's his second season. Not to mention, too, he's got, he's got Riley Green back hitting in front of him. So, And I think Riley Green's also going to be in for a big second half as well. He was Love hit, hit well before he got hurt. He's still a 98 Love WRC plus at 376 plate appearances this year. That's just barely an average player. He was a 76 last year and 404 plate appearances. That was awful. And, yeah, oof. you know, I look some, some of the other numbers here real quick on the page. Uh, he's crushing the shit out of the ball. 48.6% hard hit rate ball. That's good. That's good. That I didn't know that. I actually didn't know that until right now when we looked at it. So he's barreling the ball yep. and he's hitting it hard. And it looks like, uh, you know, the infield fly has come down a little bit. I always look at infield fly. Cause that, that'll tell you that's a IFFB percentage for those of you on fan graphs who like to check that out. It can tell you if a guy's pressing too much. Or is feeling it. A little trouble there. That's something I look at. So this is interesting. Okay. Uh, maybe there's some optimism. In a, this is why we do the show. We get to learn from one another. I'm not just steadfast and what I say goes. That's not what I want to do here at all. Well done, Britain. Uh, Robert Booth wants to know, would you drop Munoz or Chapman for one or both of the Blue Jays' backup relievers? I assume that's Andres Munoz or Araldis Chapman because we're talking relievers. He already has Josh Hader, Paul Seawald, and Evan Phillips. Um... I wrote, and again, go FTMFantasy.com. It's in that article. Yeah, it's an article. It does stuff. It's free. It'll tell you things. Also, uh, MVP Baseball 2005 tribute in that article. It's a lot of fun. If you loved MVP Baseball 2005, you will enjoy this week's Groove with Govier. I love that call out, too. Yeah, that wasn't was that fun? fun? Yeah, man. That game's Nostalgic, for sure. Game's still so good. But yep. I wrote in that article that Will Smith... He's not going anywhere from that closer job. Everybody wants to roll this Chapman who was traded from the Royals to the Rangers recently. And it's assumed to roll this Chapman time. I don't see it that way. So I'm not pick. I mean, a roll this Chapman's a backup. I get it. But if you're trying to play the cards of, will it be a roll this Chapman, Andres Munoz, or one of the blue Jays backup relievers to be a, a closer in waiting. Cause I, he didn't say if it was holes. I think he's looking for a closer here. I would but have, he's, got, I would have, he's got Seawald, so I would drop Munoz because he's kind of injured and he's not doing great anyway. Agreed. And pick up who, whoever you like the best out of the Toronto Blue Jays. Swanson first, if he's unavailable, probably. I would drop Michael's favorite reliever, Yemi Garcia, for uh, – this isn't the year for Andre Munoz. As, as hyped as he was and his stuff is great, Paul Seawald's got that uh, – job on lockdown so go pick up yummy and see same, what happens oh same, shit same thing with <laughs> same thing with uh with um with michael was saying with will smith uh he's not he's not going anywhere he's got a long leash bruce bochi loves him um same thing with seawald he's not going anywhere either um i assume this is a non holds league because 
Swanson should already be owned in a, in a holes league uh, if you if you play in one. But um, I agree. Um, I got to be honest with you. I mean, after thinking about it more, I just want more info. So, and I'm assuming we'll get something that comes out. Um, it's for saves. Yeah, saves only. Okay. So I, I just want more info. I honestly think right now, at least right now with the info that we have, I think Romano is fine. So, I mean, I, I, I agree with these guys. And I don't like Munoz, especially if you have Seawald, but he does give, give you some good Ks, I guess. But, um, you know, I, I, I don't know if I'm too interested in adding any of these guys quite yet until we have some more info. So um, Chapman's great for Ks, though. I will, I will note that. Yay! All right, uh, let's go back to the top of the board. Mike, give us someone else. Tell us more. Give it to us. Your boy, your boy, Sandy Alcantara. So he's somebody too that I am, I am, I'm big on for the second half. Yeah! I, somebody asked me this on, love on it. Twitter. Love it. Yeah, somebody asked me this on Twitter the other day, and Mike, I don't there. know if you have it, if you have a chance to bring up some of his numbers. Um, but uh, what's his name? I read a tweet. <laughs> <laughs> I love Sandy. I read for those who don't on- know me, that's a joke because I love Sandy Alcantara. Yeah, I I think he I think I read a tweet the other day too that he was messing with a mechanical issue um, in his delivery um, before he went out and pitched that start against the uh, Phillies, uh, noting that he did still give up eight hits, but he went six and two thirds, eight hits, one in a run, no walks, five Ks. I don't think we're going to see the Sandy of last year, Cy Young Sandy, but I do think that he's going to no, be extremely over. valuable. Yep. Yeah. I think it's going to be extremely. He's going to be an extremely vital piece to the Marlins, and I think he's going to be a lot better in the second half than he was in the first. And I do think that he'd come at a reasonable price if you're trying to acquire him. So it doesn't mean somebody, you can't get um, eighty good innings still from him. Of course, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think I think that's uh, that's definitely in the cards. Um, but um, I, I think he's somebody I'd be willing to buy. Um, even I know the start against the Braves did not go his way, um, but still had six Ks in that game. But his Boston start was also very good. So two out of the last three starts have looked phenomenal um, after this mechanical uh, uh, twitch here. So um, somebody I might be looking to uh, acquire and somebody I think you can get at a reasonable discount. little trouble there. His strand rate, 64.6%. That's left on base. He's not been able to get enough runners to stay on base and get out of jams. Career norm is 73. So he's 10% below his career norm. And last year's was 78. That was probably a little too high. But either way, there is going to be a return to the mean here. And that means less runs coming across the plate. Why that's happening, still kind of interesting to me. I actually think Sandy got a little too caught up in himself, maybe, in the offseason, frankly. I don't have any proof on that other than I've just... It's an experiential thing, guys, right? Where you see his face everywhere. He's on magazine. Well, magazines, do those exist anymore? He's on websites. Uh, he's on, all over the place, get a lot of pub because he won a Cy Young. And I feel like maybe even Sandy's like, wow, I, I might have got a little bit caught up in my own shit. It smelled delicious. And I just I just kept huffing it. Oh, oh, oh. That's Sandy Hong. Oh, Sandy Alcantara wasn't it, huffing his own farts. Oh, oh, wasn't that oh. a South Park episode too? Um, was it? <laughs> I'm sure it was. Yeah. I mean, they've done everything yeah. probably. I probably. Yeah. I don't watch South Park. Not I Sandy respect Alcantara. South Park. I like it a lot. I just don't watch it enough, but I respect the show and what it does. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yes, it does. Britain, do you love? You have, come on, I'm sure you have an opinion on South Park. I like South Park. I've never like sat down and watched an episode. I, you know, yeah, I, I, I yeah, I respect I, it I, though. I'm glad it exists. I get it. You know, Kenny, who killed Kenny? That was a thing. Holy but. shit! That was like the first season in 1997, wasn't it? <laughs> uh, yep. 
No idea. I, 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 I know it's, it's smart and fun, but uh, I don't know. Robert, we're glad to help you out. Robert appreciates it. Anytime, Robert, we try to do what we can for you. Britton, give me another one. Give me somebody, good or bad, or for worse, or ugly, good, the bad, or ugly. What, what is this? What All right, I'm going to go positive again. Daniel Bard, the closer Ooh. slash reliever. Interesting. I know, this, I know this is off the beaten track, but just hear me out, guys. That's what okay, we want. So. I like it. Bring it. So Daniel Bard last year kind of came out from nowhere, except he was like, you know, in his thirties and he was a pitching coach and he came back because he was, you know, wanted to play in the show and he did great and was a surprising saves leader uh, in the MLB. Great story. And so here we come into this year. Uh, Unfortunately, he had some mental health issues, but the great thing about it is he was, um, honest about it and in like, you know, a macho sport and it's not cool to have mental problems, but he hit everything head on. He's had him his whole life, but he went and dealt with it. And this is one of the many reasons, one of the many reasons I love baseball is like, so he went and dealt with it. And so he got the last Colorado save this year on July the 7th, his ERA is 1.76 with a 1.33 whip, but a 1.33 whip in Colorado ain't that big a deal. And, and Coors, boom. Coors. So as we've talked about earlier, there are a lot of home games coming up in Coors, but if you want somebody to root for Daniel Bard's the guy to root for in baseball, he's moved himself up after having, uh, a mental health issue into a high leverage role. He got the last save and he spoke up about it. It showed a lot of courage. So I'm like, like Liam Hendricks with his, uh, you know, uh, cancer issues, just as significant as Daniel Bard with his mental health issues. So rooting for him, he's having a good season and hopefully they let him, you know, you know, take that high leverage role. And so I'm all about a Daniel Bard, Colorado Rocky closer second half. I don't think it's going to be anything like 20 saves or anything like that, but you never know. It's baseball. Yeah. I was looking at his ground ball rate for the season here and it was a little concerning because, you know, last year he had 52% year before that 42 down to 39. Now, um, he probably got a little bit more lucky on that end last year with the ground ball rate, but over since June 12th, his ground ball rate is at 47%. So that shows you that for the season, it's not indicative of the whole current situation, which is always good guys. Always look within, take a look at what's going on over the last month, three weeks, and then compare it to the full season to find out what the truth is. That's always a tip for the pros. Unlocked it. In. All right, Mike, go back to you. Give me some. Daniel Bard's got an easy roof for, by the way, so I like it, Britton. Hopefully it works out. Yeah, agreed. For real. Um, here's some guys, and just shift it a little bit. Um, here's some guys that I expect to fall down and come down to earth here is, and Michael, I believe this guy was also on one of your lists. Uh, and I'm going to give you two really quick because I want to get into Britton's guys as well. Uh, Bryce Elder and Jorge Soler. Um, uh, one with Bryce Elder, um, you know, uh, if, if Michael, if you bring up his uh, recent game log, um, or is uh, I think we're on fan crafts, if I'm not mistaken. Where the hell are we? What happened? Yeah, who's running this ship? He got he got he got lit up by the Rays, um, oh. and I, I don't th- 
yeah, his last start, he only went three and third, gave up seven runs um, and four walks. Um, I don't, I mean, my, uh, Britton, we talked about him last week, first half, you know, a, a darling for everybody that picked him up and was reaping the benefits. He was the ERA leader. I don't expect that to continue. Um, I think the, I don't think he's as bad as a seven earn run game, but he had a couple starts in there too. It looks like, you know, the, uh, the five earn run, the five earn, uh, sorry, the, yeah, the five and four earn run games against the uh, Nationals and the Mets. Early June. I think that's probably a little, yeah, I think that's probably a little bit more where he's at. I might be looking to sell high on him if you can get something for him. Um, I don't think anybody else is going to be uh, to the expectation that you're going to be able to, to flip him for somebody of great value, but he's somebody I expect to come down back down to earth. Jorge, Jorge Soler real quick too. Um, uh, he hits lefties extremely well um, and not so much against righties. The power has kind of subsided here a little bit. I know he had a couple multi-hit games in there. He's been a good story. He just also has not been healthy for the majority of his of, it, of his career. I think that 41 home run uh, Kansas City season was an outlier. <laughs> 48. Um, 48, sorry. I missed seven. Um, he might be something <laughs> I've been looking to sell high on as well. I actually flipped him in my home league, Jorge Slayer, for Camilo Duvall. Oh, I have him in my home league too, but I haven't traded yeah. him. Yeah, I traded him for Camilo Duvall. I needed a needed a closer, so I flipped him. So, man, I feel pretty the, good about that. By the way, I was completely wrong about Camilo Duvall preseason. You know, they brought in uh, Tyler, and I thought, you know, he was going to be their closer for the San Francisco Giants. Uh-uh. They love him in San Francisco. Camilo Duvall has been awesome. Yeah, with a capital A, baby, it's awesome. Uh, Solaire's got a one thirty six WRC plus for the season. He actually literally had the exact same number in his banner forty eight home run season, which was also the year of the juicy fun bozo ball. But even if that ball didn't exist, he would have hit forty. He's got prodigious, right? Prodigious power is that the word? Prodigious. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah, we'll go I with got that. It. Cool. It's also prestigious, 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 pre-digits, uh, uh, which is pre-numbers before society learned about math. But Solaire is a guy that, yes, he could get hurt, but he's really this good. I mean, look what he did in 2018 in 257 plate appearances. He hit 27 dogs. The guy just, he goes out home run tears. But if you want to sell at the highest point, you don't believe this will last. I can't argue with you, Mike. I think it's a reasonable... I trust that he's going to have a full season. And that's just pure speculation. That's all it is. That's all it is because nobody can predict the future when it comes to injuries at all. Well, you, in case you didn't know. You noted as well. You noted as well. I believe the Marlins have a really difficult schedule coming up as well. So it might be something to look at later that we talk about <sighs> in the show. But Society's pissed. Uh, Britain, give us someone else. Keep it coming. Keep it coming. All right, I'll make this quick because I don't like to be negative, but J.D. Martinez, I don't know if y'all have noticed, he's having a great year, 22 home runs. He's t- that makes him top five in the NL. Mm-hmm. But if you look at it, his whiff rate, his K rate, and his walk rate are the worst. We're going to get all in your face and point out your faults. Look, J.D., I'm, I'm glad you're doing well in Los Angeles, but you're at the bottom of the barrel and those stats that really count. You don't walk, you whiff. You're a 1,000 years old. No offense, I'm a 1,000 years old. I'm way exactly. older than anybody else. It's fine. And I totally get it, too. So J.D. Martinez, I think, is a going to be a hard, hard faller. Just make us look cool. This is another one that hurts my feelings, but I have to say it's Sonny Gray. 
Oh. Now, Sonny Gray went to Vanderbilt University. Shout out, Vandy boys. Woo! Go Vanderbilt Commodores! He was an all-star back when he was drafted by the Oakland A's, but he went to New York. He is now with the Twins, and his unfortunate journey has taken him to a point where his fastball velocity is the bottom 20%. So what have you uh, been doing with yourself? He had a great start to this season. God bless you, Sonny Gray. But man, that house of cards is falling fast. Uh, the house of cards. Y'all ever watch that show? It's like a politics <laughs> show with uh, canceled. You know, yeah, exactly. Um, you know, the, uh, you know, those, uh, the, the the that actor that has been disgraced. Whatever. Anyway, yeah, Sonny that, Gray. Yeah. That's nothing to do with that. Anyway, his ERA has been steadily rising since June, including right before the All Star break. He got shelled for six earned runs because people are popping his weak fastballs into these stands. So I'm sorry, Sonny Gray. I'm sorry, JD Martinez. Trey, you got garbage. you guys. You guys had a great first half of this season. Oh, I'm out. It's also it's also also worth noting too. JD Martinez is striking out at a a, a career worst uh, percentage. I believe he's n- near the 30s, if I'm not mistaken. So mm-hmm. um, he's right at cre- 30. Career, yeah, career worst for him. So um, I I agree with that take wholeheartedly, Britain. Yeah, it sucks, man. It sucks because when he came on the scene, as I wrote this week, grew with goviaftfantasy.com. Read it. I wrote about JD as a guy that I also said would swoon second half. And he has 22 dongs. That's awesome. But when he came on the scene after being a Houston bust in 2014 for the Tigers, suddenly, and he had that great, totally unexpected year. That's what makes baseball awesome. When a guy like that has that unexpected year where he hits, he had like 23 home runs and hit 315, 315 over a legitimate portion of the year in 2014. And then he became JD Martinez that we know today. But everything you said I is remember that. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, that? Detroit Tigers in that second half, he killed it. He did. Loved him he in was, Boston too. Yeah, yeah. He's been. He won a World Series with Boston too. Congratulations. Yeah. I love JD, but I like. I have to. I don't like it, but I have to completely agree with it. Uh, guys, I am totally out of time. I have to go, and I got to do another show. Sadly, and I wish we could talk more. Wow, dude! I know. Hit the button. Wow, totally dude! Sucks. Real quickly here. This is from Robert. Someone keeps trying to get Grayson off me. Grabbed him off waivers, hoping he is good this half. Also grabbed Alec Manoa before he came back and started him. Yeah, Alec Manoa, guys. He's back, baby. And we have to give full credit to the man himself. Brent Allen on this show said it loud and clear. Pick up Alec Manoa. He's a dynasty. What'd you say? He was a dynasty, like, bye-bye? Oh, he's the ultimate by low. A guy that finished third and, you know, Cy Young award and having a bad couple starts. Yeah. You did totally. it, dude. You nailed it. Good for you. Fucking awesome. I love that shit. I'm very happy for you. And I was I was pro not bashing on him too, but I wasn't sure that he would come. I, I knew he'd come back and he'd be good, but I didn't know he'd come back as quick as he did. It was shocking. I admit that freely. Good for Alec Manoa. I'm all for it. As far as Grayson Rodriguez, he's a good guy to stash. He should probably come up soon. Everybody else has been called up, right? Mike, you're the Orioles uh what are they called? I want to see, not the guru, the or, soothsayer. Yeah, you're one of those guys. Yeah. I'm a truther. Or Orioles um, truther. Yeah, okay. I, 
Yeah, I, Grayson Rodriguez should be up within uh, the first couple of weeks of the season, uh, the second half, I mean. So uh, he's somebody I'd be looking to stash. It's worth noting he only pitched three innings in his last last start. So uh, if he's not up for his next line start, I think he's up in uh, uh, the second time around. So go get Grayson Rodriguez if he's available. Hey, before we sign off, can I say one thing? You could say 10 things. Say it. Trivia question, my friends. Oh, bye. Ooh. Gary Busey. <laughs> the official mascot of the Palazzo podcast. I thought you were the official mascot. I am. I wish. I wish. <laughs> I will. We'll save my dream. You talk. Give me two. Go ahead. Sorry. All right, gentlemen. So I had some uh, family feud thing going on top five, but all right. Mike V name the highest grossing movie uh, that starred Gary Busey. Oh, um i'm gonna be completely honest i have not seen too many gary Busey. are you through mr wizard may i might be a question for may i give you a hint it's the maybe name a movie where he was like excuse me toodles johnny utah i would like some uh hot dogs please too is that true do you know that all right you know that that movie oh no kidding Okay. Yeah. Is that one? Is, is that one of his? Uh, one of his high, highest grossing? Num- is that the highest? Is that number it's one? Number four. All right. Oh. Okay. Michael Govier, can you name a Gary Busey movie that has a worldwide box office? Lethal Weapon. More money. That is number three. He played Mister oh, Joshua call. in nineteen eighty-seven. It made a hundred and twenty million dollars. Number one by a landslide. Buddy Holly story. The Rookie firm. of the year. Oh, the no. firm. Yeah. <laughs> the the firm uh, directed by uh, Sydney Pollack. Uh, Sydney Pollack, who also directed or, or was in Eyes Wide Shut. Yeah, he acted. But also in The Player. He did. Robert also Altman. in The Player. Gary Busey Rook- played Ed, Eddie Lomax, 1993. That movie, this is 1993, guys. It made $270 million. That's impressive. Where does Good rookie job, of, Gary Busey. Where does Rookie of the Year fall into that list? <laughs> um, uh, Robert, it, all right, it shut, is up, number, shut up. Shut up. Everyone shut up. This is great stuff. Six. This is great stuff. I would love to hear it, uh, but I got to go. Robert says, thank you. Right. You guys are awesome. Thank you. We love it. Really appreciate that. Uh, he says, Gavin Williams is a stud. I like Bryce Miller, too. Have them both. Okay. I like Gavin Williams more than Bryce Miller, second half in redraft. Same. But there's there's Same. so much more to say. You guys are the best. Point Brank is number two, says Chad. And then Gnostic Baseball says. Wrong. Oh. Un- Under Siege is number two. Under Siege. Steven Seagal. Correct. Those are awesome, man. Those are fun. All right. Uh, we got to turn it over then to. Russell Crowe, uh, hey, I'm going to bail on this. Remember what I said. Don't, you guys, this is a technical note. Don't leave your um, browsers. Leave it because the upload has to happen on our files. So don't leave. Just let this go away for like 10 minutes and then come back. Mike, Britton, Govier, we love you guys. Thank you so much. You guys rule. Russell Crowe taking us out. We'll catch you guys next time. Palazzo Podcast, 2 L's, 2 Z's. Utah. All right, lads. Now, I know there's not a faint heart among you. And I know you're as anxious as I am to get into close action. But we must bring him right up beside us before we spring this trap. That will test our nerve. And discipline will count just as much as courage. The Acheron is a tough nut to crack. More than twice our guns, more than twice our numbers. 
and they will sell their lives dearly. They mean to take us as a prize. <laughs> and we are worth more to them undamaged. Their greed will be their downfall. England is under threat of invasion. And though we be on the far side of the world, this ship is our home. This ship is England. So it's every hand to his rope or gun, quicks the word and sharps the action. After all, surprise is on our side. <laughs>